Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give Fine Dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me. The number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Artie not currently in here because he spilled the green tea and felt shame and ran out of here. The gentleman who brought me that green tea, the gentleman who are returning pot for the third episode or the fourth episode, fifth? (laughs) (laughs) They all blend together after a while. (laughs) Guys, in the studio are the two old queens, Mark Rennie and John Flynn. Hello. Yes. I almost did it, and I was like, don't let them have that. I almost went, totally you joined in. You could have. It makes me so happy. You just screamed number one fuckboy for 30 seconds, and that's not enough. I want to steal your... Uh, although you guys, you know, really cornered the market by saying hello. hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one else can say that. Sorry, I have a copyright on hello. I guess you are the, the number one fuckboy would be a married man. Yes. He's never uh-huh. going to commit to you. He's even married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ultimate fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for I having us. I know you're us, so busy yeah. with your own podcast. That's, That's true. true. Very, very subtle. Busy. Yes, yeah. very good. Yes. 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 We have a podcast, which is a spinoff of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of those uh, unauthorized spinoffs. We'll give you a percentage of all the money we're not getting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys cut me in for ten percent. I'm sending you checks. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That would be You're like, hey, uh, we, you know, uh, we we hired an engineer. You got to pay for ten percent. <laughs> Give him two dollars until we get me undies on board. <laughs> I would love that. Honestly, I use their product. Do you? Oh, that's I, great. I'm a Mac Welding guy. Ah, okay. Yeah. I like uh, the fun patterns. Yeah, see, I'm boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need. So du- you're married, and yeah. you're still single. <laughs> Not single, but yeah. I need. I need double XLs that uh, fit well. That's my thing. I, I see. They really fit my body. Oh, oh, that's they great. know you. <laughs> 
You know my body. <laughs> Intimately inside uh, and out. Two of my favorite people to talk about movies with. Your podcast, Two Old Queens, is a movie podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes, I would say so. We're like, we have people on, they bring in a movie, and we have a very elaborate Byzantine scoring system <laughs> in which we, because we're trying to find the gayest movie ever made. Uh, yeah. Right. And I, I have recorded an episode. I don't know if it's very out yet recently. when this one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Arguably <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and I recommend my listeners, if you're movie fans or fans of these guys or comedy in general, check it out. Well, if you're like and you guys have a lot of great yeah. guests, too. We you do. We've had uh, Brian Safi, Nick Weiger, Lynn Parham. A lot of V's. A lot of big V's. A lot of big V's. Big vaginas. Big V's. The bigger the vagina, the better the guest. That's what they say. That's what we always say. We're going to have a blue whale on next week to talk uh, about uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It'll be the episode. We're going to talk about Free Willy. Okay. It'll be the first episode with an echo. Um, But we wanted to talk movies because, again, as I just said, you're two of my favorite people to talk about movies with. Mm -hmm. You see a ton of movies. see a lot. And we're we're winding down summer, which breaks my heart a little bit. Sure. (laughs) And this... uh, I still I saw like a back to school commercial the other day and got nauseous. Kids are oh, yeah. back to school now. They're yeah. already back to school. It, it fucked me up though. Like it's seeing yeah. that the ads. I was like, oh. I said to Tiff, uh, I was like, our life is crazy right now. We're like saving up for a house, doing IVF, trying to get pregnant, like all this complicated shit. And I said, and I will take this over having to go back to school <laughs> sure. in September over any day, any day. You do not want to buy a new Trapper Keeper. No, I do not want to go. I used to I, love getting new school supplies. That's oh, the I, best part. I didn't want to go back to school. The summer oh. fucking rules. I love getting new textbooks. I love like wrapping them in uh, new pan, grocery, bags. Bags. <laughs> grocery bags. My dad did wrap all our textbooks in uh, paper bags. That was a big thing. Or new, or newspaper. Sure, classy. Yeah, classy. <laughs> <laughs> when those kids started getting like those stretch book covers that were like neon oh, sort of no. translucent. I was like, there's no heart to that. Yeah, Come fuck on. you. <laughs> <laughs> you snob. Um, but this has been a pretty good summer for movies. There's been some fun movies come out this summer. Yeah, we had some real peaks. Yeah. But then also I, I'm a, I had like a, I'm like a 50, 50 on, the movies I saw. Like I didn't see as many sure. movies as I wanted to see. I missed like a few big ones that haven't gotten to VOD or video yet. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. VOD. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> video on demand. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You, just, you just demand it? <laughs> Give me video. <laughs> now. Siri, play movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's talk a little bit about movies that we saw this summer or mo- like uh, John brought in a list of <laughs> movies that came out this summer that we can maybe kick off with. Of course, the first one is Avengers Endgame. I mean that I think that, that really did kick off the summer movie season. And to me, I think it was for all the like summer blockbustery ones, like to me I think that was the one I enjoyed the most. I think it's been the most successful one in my book yeah. too. I liked I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I'm calling that a blockbuster. You know what yeah. I mean? For the summer, like that could have come out in the fall too. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. I, I'm I'm thinking Avengers Endgame was a, a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Right. And it was the kickoff of the summer movies, but it was probably the end of my like Marvel relationship. They're going to get oh, you back you feel in, like you're not, you I'm going to probably You've see- been like that for five years, yeah, though. Yeah, I'm probably going to see all the movies eventually, but I'm not going to be seeking them out. Like, even <laughs> sure. the Mar- Marvel Phase 2 announcement slate, I was like- 
Is it phase two or isn't it like a phase, phase five? Five or something? Phase five right yeah. now? Whatever, whatever the next phase is. It's you like don't like li- that movies have phases now? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's cr- <laughs> and like the, the list of movies, I'm like, oh, who wants to see this shit? What is on that list? I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, Legend of Shang-Chi. Yes. Uh, there's a new Thor, Love and Thunder. Great logo. Uh, I sent yeah. you that logo. <laughs> you sent me the logo. logo. How do you feel about uh, that? I did like the Thor logo. I'm glad I, they got Taika Waititi back. Yeah, I'm excited I'm, for that. I will see another I'll Thor see movie. Is Thor going to stay fat or is he going to be? I think he'll probably slide him down. I don't know. I like that he's had this midlife crisis. He's been beaten and he's like, I think yeah. it might start with that as like a, just a, to <laughs> peg it to the real storyline. Then we'll mm-hmm. see him improve right. his life. Yeah. There's going to be a Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness, which <laughs> yeah. I think I love that fucking title. I it's love so that title too. But like all it, it just, and then there's like a Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch and Vision movie. Right? TV series. TV series. Scarlet Vision, which is a very weird title. Sounds like a TV setting. Yeah. yeah. Something that it's comes with your Magnavox. Like You've got to watch that. Salmon Scarlet King Vision. presents. <laughs> yeah. Scarlet Vision. Now there's a Black Cinemax. Widow movie coming. And a Black Widow movie. And a Loki series. A Loki TV series, yeah. which is going to be, I think, very like Doctor Who. He's going to have the because he steals the Tesseract in Endgame, so now he can travel through time and space. Ah, so I okay. think he's going to be using that time hopping. Oh, cool. Okay, which I think could be fun. All the stuff could be fun, but I don't, right. I don't feel the must see it uh, attitude anymore. I'm like, I'll see. I'm pumped for a new Thor, and I'm pumped to see Black Panther two. If that's sure. but that's not even listed, right? No, they haven't officially announced. Oh, yeah. what about Mahershala Ali as Blade? I love that. But I'm such a Wes- Wesley Snipes fan, and but Mahershala is an amazing a great actor. Choice. Yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> but I would love make Wesley Snipes the Whistler character if Wesley Snipes <laughs> sure. would do it. I don't think he would. You don't think? I think Wesley Snipes doing? is like is uh, yeah. What is he doing? Is a good question. <laughs> He's writing books. He wrote a, a sci-fi novel yeah, the, called the like Talon of something. God or <laughs> yeah. something. The Talon of Ra or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I really want to read it. <laughs> um, me too. Uh, I'm also own Steven Seagal's book. <laughs> sure, the greats. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, Wood Wes. I'm just off Wesley Snipes. I just watched the Dolomite trailer this morning. Oh, I saw that yeah. too. That looks that, fun. That movie looks fun. I couldn't believe it. Didn't Eddie Murphy. It. You didn't see it? Eddie no. Murphy in like a fun, almost has like a, a Bowfinger vibe. Like it looks like a light comedy. Yeah, it's biopic. a light comedy based on the true story of the like creation of the Dolomite Wesley character. Snipes, Titus Burgess is in it. Okay. Yeah. Bunch of fun people. And like looks now like I'm Eddie listening. Murphy's having fun. Yeah, that's the thing that got me the most excited. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't look depressing like, for <laughs> yeah. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's in like costume, but not, he's not playing every character. <laughs> right? <laughs> nice change of pace for Eddie. <laughs> 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 um, I loved Endgame. It was really fun. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. When they said uh, uh, on your left, I got chills. That to me is the the because I watched it a second time when they re released it in with like extra stuff and the extra stuff was not worth it. People <laughs> were audibly a, mad. Oh, they were because <laughs> it was just like nothing. But it was Let's like spoil it, was it a little bit. What was some of the extra? There's nothing to spoil. It's just like a, ru- a scene of the Hulk before like you see him in the diner. It's like him rescuing people, but like the CG's not finished because it was a deleted scene. So it's just weird. Oh. And you're like, oh, but the guy. Uh, uh, Mr. Winslow from Family Matters and Die Hard, he's in it. Oh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Yeah, Reginald Vell Johnson's <laughs> in it. And like, so it's fun to see him. And then there's like a Stan Lee tribute. Oh, and okay. then they just showed like a scene from an upcoming scene from uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was truly nothing. But also, you all just sat through a three-hour movie. Right. right. It's like, oh, this is bullshit. They added four minutes to this two-hour <laughs> so People were sobbing during... Uh, 
uh, the Stanley uh, tribute? No, the Iron Man's of uh, Tony Stark's death. But I heard again, people had seen it. Like people were, I hadn't heard like sobs in the theater like that in so long. But that part doesn't get to me. The part that gets to me is the on your left, the portals opening and yes. everyone showing up. And like, especially in light of like Game of Thrones kind of like fumbling their ending. Right. And yeah. that had just as much build up pretty much. I thought it was the same uh, weekend. It was yeah. the same. <laughs> I thought right. they yeah. really, that was one of my best, the best weekends of my life going into it and then <laughs> right. leaving it. I was like, wait a minute. It's all right. <laughs> but I, I thought Avenger. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I thought Avengers really stuck the landing because, like, as someone who's seen every single one Hell of these yeah. movies in the theater multiple times, like, there was it was like a fun greatest hits recap of everything I love, which is just these characters. These yeah, people. and then that, mm. that on your left moment is they like, all show up together. You're like, yes, this is what I've been waiting. This for. This is what the movie's got. To, this is what the series has to build to. Is yes. everybody at once? And it was. I didn't even hate the all female shot. It's so great. Yeah, I, that's fine. I yeah. was thinking, like, my mom would love that. Like, right. does it make sense in like battlefield? No, but who fucking cares? <laughs> right, right. Just a fun How thing. How do we get separated by gender on this battlefield? <laughs> right. It's like, ladies to the right, men to the left. That might be the quickest way to divide up your superheroes, though, because it's like, uh, flyers high and runners low yeah. is the other one that makes the most uh, sense. Hawkeye a little towards the back. Yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye still does way too well in this movie. Well, he gets off for being a murderer. He's like murdering people. <laughs> right. and like nothing ever happens. Yeah, he's like murdering bag. He's like under the Dexter umbrella. It would have made more sense for him to be the one to die, to sacrifice. Cause I, he like, I couldn't believe that this movie featured a suicide off. <laughs> I, think that's that's fun. I like that as an action sequence though. Like, yeah, as an action, like we no, I'm going to be the one to jump off this cliff. Like that's a fun action. Like, yeah. you know, I but it that is was weird that they're competing oh, to who kills themselves. <laughs> but they're both so noble. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get out of this contract. Yeah, like, I have a more, like it, it really, it should have ended with Jeremy Renner going like, well, your movie career is more promising <laughs> yeah. and shoving her off. I got this album that nobody wants coming out. Oh, Jeremy Renner. God. Oh, God. Heaven is a state of mind. I forget what that name is. I like the uh, Tony and Howard stuff, like the dad stuff. I thought that was a cool well, moment. Well, that's right the, up your alley. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool moment in the movie. The cap on cap stuff was fine. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought there was, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I never really time. liked time travel. I talk about this all the time about comic books. I don't like time travel and multiverse stuff because it removes all stakes. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, just go back in time and fix it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nothing matters. So no, okay. yeah. Oh, well, go fix Scarlett Johansson's death. Go bring Black Widow back to life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like Thanos, Thanos didn't feel as threatening. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really enjoyed the movie, but there was no way they were going to make sense of like the power dynamics by the end of the movie. To <laughs> sure. Because the whole movie, like... Thanos is no different than when Ronan was in the movie than when so-and-so. Right, right, so right. He just has on. a bigger army, I right, guess. Yeah. <laughs> he just has more things. <laughs> got more things, got more accessories, got a nice helmet. And we have to like arbit we have to decide why Captain Marvel isn't there just annihilating everyone. She's <laughs> right, like, right. Uh, we so have to the be in space. Is really big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in space. BRB. I'm on a local. I'm a <laughs> I'm stuck behind a big slow ass space freighter. I'll be right there. <laughs> I saw Captain Marvel after I saw. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Was I, that confusing? I was so lost. <laughs> I thought Captain Marvel was fine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. It, it didn't. But that's how I've been feeling about like 
for the last couple years. Well, there's the like, same as to a lot of them. But like right. Black Panther and Thor Ragnarok popped for me more than the but other. But I think like, I texted this to you like in regards to like Hobbs and Shaw. We're jumping around now. But mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw, like the plot of that was so nothing. Like, oh, here's a bad guy and they're just going to chase. And since The Rock can never lose a fight, they're just going to be separated by a wall or something and get away. But there's no like plot turd. Nothing ever happens that is ever a surprise. But at least <laughs> no, in right. Captain Marvel, you find out, oh, the scrolls are actually good. Right. Or there's like in the first right. Spider-Man, you find out like, oh, he's dating the daughter Vulture's of Vulture. Daughter, yeah. Like there's right. things, they still throw you curveball. And like in the new one, Mysterio is like the bad guy. Well, <laughs> if you had to be an idiot not to know that. Right. Still like, there's still like half at mid second act turns that. Right. Whereas Hobbs and Shaw was just like nothing. Hobbs oh, and yeah. Shaw was upsetting to me. Yeah. <laughs> it is upsetting. And, uh, yeah. I, I was pumped for it. I was excited for it. But I, I have uh, rock fatigue. I can see that out because he's very the same a lot too. He's very the same. He plays a lot of the same notes. I don't like The Rock as a romantic lead. At least (laughs) who is attracted to him? I I would like to see him. I would fuck with The Rock. Yeah, I think uh, men are more likely to want to fuck The Rock. I think The Rock might be more likely to fuck men than. Oh, really? Does he have any heterosexual chemistry in a film ever? He had more chemistry Just with, with Jason Satham. Right. They he has more, more chemistry, chemistry. With, the, with Vin Diesel. And, he has more <laughs> sexual tension. with When he is like, when Vanessa Kirby is like smirking at him, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. I feel bad for her. I, I feel really bad. I said this on, <laughs> I, I'm repeating myself on other podcasts, but like this giant hairless freak is like, you're like yeah. she's like, Ooh, he's actually interesting. <laughs> it's like she's like a fucking member of MI6. Like she's a total badass. <laughs> she's woman. like, wait a minute, this giant freak who has no hair and is the color of like a nice cup of coffee. I'm into. He probably has no hobbies. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All he no does is work out and drink yeah. raw eggs. <laughs> right. Um, fun fact about that movie: the actress who plays his mother. 16 years younger than him. Yes. And uh, (laughs) Vanessa Kirby and Jason Statham, 20 years apart. I think it's 30 years apart. Is it? It's like 28. It's like some flashbacks where they show them as like a couple years apart as kids. Yeah. I mean, and Statham looks wildly older than her. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you don't have to have the flashback to kids stuff. You can just have them be like, yeah, you could just be like, it's my kid sister. The, The dynamic remains the same. And watching that movie, like, it was just, like, all the CG, like, action sequences. I mean, Marvel movies just as guilty of this. But it made me, like, really appreciate Speed Racer. Because, yeah. like, if you're going to use CG, just use it and do something fucking crazy right, that right. we can't see in real life. But when you're, like, trying to thread this needle of, like, grounded action and, like, really crazy CG, like, it just doesn't work. Like, just go fucking, you can, you're animating this, so go crazy. Right, just be really stylized. I hated how... Dumb Hobbs and Shaw treated the audience too. It was everything is explained. Like every oh yeah. there's a, literally a moment when it's like they're going to attack right before dawn, and when they do that, they're gonna we're gonna take them here, we're gonna take them here, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this, and then this is the last stand here. And then during the action sequence, they're like, take them to the ring of fire. Now it's time to go for the last stand. <laughs> and there's literally lines like, he's over there. That's the bad guy. They've got us surrounded. It's like, <laughs> all right, right, we fucking get it. We can figure this movie out the yeah, whole I, linking up of all the trucks and shit like, <laughs> it's like, who is this movie? And my, 
uh, Roger said this first. It's like, my brother's the best engineer there is. We go there and it's like, no, he's a mechanic. He says, <laughs> I'm a, my yeah. brother's the best mechanic. <laughs> right. And that's yeah, yeah. fine. And we can make that leap. But now he's like making a technology, like a technological advancement. He's got a 3D printer, right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that. But they're like, we don't have time. He's like, all right, I guess we'll try it. Yeah. And then yeah. it works perfectly. Oh, so you guys went legit. So nobody's really a complicated character in this movie. Perfect. <laughs> Are you excited for more? Because there's going to be a million more Fast and Furious movies. I'm excited to go back. I, to the Fast and Furious part of it? Yeah, I never rewatch them. They don't yeah. really stick with me. Like, right. um, they used to be my antidote to uh, my chaser for Marvel movies where I'd be like, this is fun and silly and at least it's like... But they used to have real stunts too. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like five, six, and seven I feel like were the pinnacle. Yes, I think five was the pinnacle where it's like, right. oh, this is an interesting way to kick it back up and then I just cared they less get more and less. CG yeah. heavy. And then they just get like, it's more and more arbitrary and then everyone needs like, their, everyone needs to make a joke. That's what I hated most about Hobbs and Shaw was they thought they were so funny. <laughs> I know. And it was upsetting. Like, I think it's <laughs> Fast and the Furious uses humor a little better, but this had a lot of like Apatow level, like three Riffing. minute riffs back and forth. Though, there's like four bonus scenes, none of which are funny. Oh, Did you sit uh, through any of them? Yeah, there's for tons of, th there's the one at the very end that's just more Ryan Reynolds making more jokes. I'm a Ryan Reynolds apologist, and he was awful in this movie. I think he just wants to do like another action series where he could show his face. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know? Because he's basically Deadpool in this. Yeah, him, yeah. Rob Delaney, and Kevin Hart are like, yeah, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in this movie? They're, and they're like, they are people who are objectively funny in the ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fuck and so many arbitrary like also as part like so many arbitrary conceits. I love the idea that like we can shut down weapons. Sure. Mm -hmm. But then it's weirdly anti-gun in that moment, despite like, like so many guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we have seven minutes. They're like, the guns are down for how long? We have no idea. All right. Ten minutes, minutes, I guess. <laughs> and then this the, there's an evil corporation or organization that wants to take over the world because they're very pro uh human like testing with it robotics has, oh, yeah, yeah. cybernetics, I guess. Like that's they believe that's the next stage of evolution. It's Who so, are these people? <laughs> it's Kurt Russell, right? <laughs> or oh. is it Charlize Theron? Oh, okay. Yeah, that... Or is it someone they haven't cast yet because they're still doing contract negotiations, right, right. probably. Yeah. <laughs> or is it someone... <laughs> it's an even bigger surprise. Like, are we sick of, like... Have you seen the preview for Gemini Man? The Will I'm Smith where he's older and young. There's an older and younger. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sick of these evil organizations that have their tendrils and everything or can do anything. You know what conceit I'm tired of that's in this movie and also my favorites, Mission Impossible? It's like your main heroes being burned and have to be like, the government thinks you're bad now. Right. 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 It's yeah, like, yeah, they that happens so, that happens to the Ethan Hunt move. It happens right. to Ethan Hunt in every movie. But in Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> the evil corporation in Hobbs and Shaw, like, gets the media to say that Hobbs and Shaw are bad, but they're working for the gov U.S. government and the British. Can't the government just come on and say, oh, hey, you guys are wrong. <laughs> right. We're right. telling you they're not guilty. <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be the easiest fix? The other thing that and Hobbs also never played into any of the plot. No, it didn't matter. It was just so that they couldn't have backup that wasn't Samoan. <laughs> right? right? Like, they need to have exclusively. Which you couldn't figure that out anyway. <laughs> no, there yeah. was no other conceit to get no way you to there. Do that. Um, the other thing this movie does that I think Black Panther accidentally did to the Marvel franchise, this does to the Fast and Furious franchise, establishing this level of technology in this movie, making this, and that there's an organization it, that has full control of the media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That 
breaks the world. That's that super Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Like anything can happen, so nothing really matters. Right. I think that's what happened with like uh, um, Wakanda. The technology is so advanced that it's like now you don't even need to be a superhero anymore in that in the Marvel world because Wakandan technology is like brings people back to life, does this, protects you from whatever. But isn't being a superhero about the choices you make? Hasn't Spider-Man taught you anything? It's about the man in the suit, not the suit on the (laughs) man. Power comes great responsibility. I've seen Far From Home. How was it? I had a great time. It's like a super fun, breezy, Jake Gyllenhaal's like really great. I loved Homecoming. Uh, I think this is maybe better. It's just like, I like these teenagers in Far From Home more than I like the ones in Booksmart. Because the book smart uh-huh. ones were like so like you could tell they were written by adults and who had a real boner for Ivy League schools. Yeah. But yeah. this one, the Far From Home kids were like awkward and like they were just nervous about their first kiss, period. Right. And right, I just right. found them a lot more relatable. Yeah. I enjoyed Booksmart. I thought it was funny, but you're right, like it didn't stick with me at all. Like it felt like it was super bad, but super bad le- leveled me in a way. It, like, yeah, but to me, Booksmart felt like, oh, we're, women can be just as crazy and crass as boys, which is like, sure, but it didn't feel like, oh, this is like, uh, it didn't feel like a woman's version of that story. Right, right, Even right. Even though Olivia Wilde directed it, I don't know who wrote it, but to me, it just felt a, like a we can be as gross as boys. It felt like we can do super bad. And it's like, sure, but why don't you do what your movie is? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to trying to show that you could do the other kind of movie. I, th- I thought the movie had a lot of good laughs, but you're right. The the whole thing where it's revealed, like I like the reveal that everyone's going to an Ivy League school, like that's like a fun <laughs> moment. But it is weird to tie that much. You only the characters people yeah. when you learn they go to an Ivy League school. Well, fuck you, you elitist piece of shit. Yeah, I do. They <laughs> speak to that a little goes- bit in the movie that it ends up like, wait, you're the monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hi, do you have stress, anxiety, chronic pain, or trouble sleeping at least once a week? Yeah, I know you probably do because you're a human being. This happens to all of us. I specifically got a little stress um, when you're a freelancer and you're trying to make your life get together and uh, save up to buy a house and be an adult man. It's stressful. Uh, Anxiety, uh, you know, working in this business and, uh, you know, not having full-blown self-esteem can cause that. Chronic pain, less an issue for me, but I do have trouble sleeping once a week. You can, I have trouble sleeping at least once a week, but what you can do for that is try to treat it with CBD. I know what you're saying. I've heard CBD a hundred times. Well, feels, F-E-A-L-S, is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleep. It's very easy. You just put a few drops under your tongue. I've been doing some uh, big doses under my tongue before I go to sleep, and it's truly been helping me. Um, you place a, just a few drops, and you feel the difference within minutes. Uh, it's very easy to use, but here's the thing. Not everyone fully understands CBD, and, and people get a little scared, but there's no high. There's no hangover. There's no addiction, but look, Feels will even hook you up with a free CBD hotline and text message support to help you guide your personal experience. So, Join the Feels community. Get Feels delivered to your door every month. We're talking high quality CBD oil. So Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash mighty and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with shipping. Feels.com slash mighty. I'm actually going to go put some drops under my tongue right now before I head to the pool. Guys, football, it's a new season. 
Antonio Brown's on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. That one hurts the most for uh, your Giants fan right here. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. I don't fully know what that means, but it sounds exciting if you're into that. First place is guaranteed to win at least a hundred grand and it only costs a hundred bucks to enter. Okay, well, maybe I'll take a look at what that is because 100K would be nice. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Um, guys, my bookie, they've been sponsoring the podcast for a while. A lot of people seem to really enjoy using them. Um, I... It, you bet, you win, they pay. That's like all you need to ask for from a, uh, my bookie. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They have the most rewarding player perks, fantasy guys. Whatever uh, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Up to a thousand dollars first deposit bonus. Double your first deposit. Use promo code Mighty M I G H T Y to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code Mighty when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. But uh. Wait, Hobbs and Shaw, book far smart. From home, <laughs> far from, from home. home. We've connected all these so yeah, far. From home, really like the shared it. universe. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the extended book smart universe, of course. Did you see Palms? <laughs> no, I did not see Palms. I did Diane Caden starts a cheerleading squad with a bunch in of old ladies home. in a retirement home. Oh, wow. It's like the... I saw in the theaters, not very good. No. Huh. Okay. I wanted to Crazy. like it. Crazy. Um, I thought it'd be fun in a bad way, you know what I mean? But no, no it was kind of dull. She just very, it's a very rare, like angry performance from Diane Keaton. Oh, weird. <laughs> Where like, she's just bitter that she's in this retirement home that she chose to go to for no reason. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. I cannot recommend, I recommend the first 30 minutes of book club instead for some of the worst Photoshop you've ever seen. Really? Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. all on green screen, that movie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, also, they show flashbacks of the main characters all together throughout their lives. And it's just, though, why can movies not do Photoshop? Right. Correct. They, it always looks terrible. It's real. That is weird. Wait, you, uh, book club is the book like 50 shades it of gray, 50 shades <laughs> of gray. <laughs> that makes what it else to talk so about? dated <laughs> no matter what no i disagree that book is a universe <laughs> iconic stand the test of time it's just so funny like to, and then it's like that was a movie also so it feels weird to make a movie right. about like, <laughs> like what, imagine like making a movie where about the premise is like people reading silence of the lambs <laughs> it's like, sure right it's like wait you heard about the da vinci code <laughs> 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 that would be a really funny let's make book club but it's all older men reading the Da Vinci Code a lot of facts and reconnect the only thing I remember about the Da Vinci Code is he includes in the pros like a hyperlink to something that you're supposed to check out like it's like what is in a, book? a printed book in a printed book I have to like write and also why are you including a link to something in your book you idiot and also the girl's horrified when she finds out her uncle's having an orgy and like this man who helped raise her she shuts out of her life forever because she catches him having an orgy it's not like he invited her to the orgy right. she stumbled upon it let him have his life that's what I remember about Da Vinci Code. I remember Opus Day, the uh, albino uh, 
Day's brother. No. <laughs> Opus Day in the motherfucking time. Yeah. Uh, no, it, Opus Day, I think, is the organization oh, right, of, right. The, of monks that he's part of. Apparently, like, tours to Rome, like, skyrocketed after the Da Vinci Code. See, that's, like, that's kind of what's weirdly fun about, like, I know. that book is, like, a beach page turning piece of go- like it's very good at making you want to read the next chapter it's right. like just cliffhanger after cliffhanger like after every cl- chapter is like three pages yeah and then it yeah. ends with like and then he turned the corner chapter there was I a subway the and, store and, 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 and uh, jumps to another like <laughs> character's pov after that <laughs> Uh, but apparently once upon a time in Hollywood made it like, it's now like impossible to get a reservation at Muso and Frank's or at, uh, El Coyote. El Coyote. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, El Coyote's not very good though. No, it's not food. very good, but it's close. Worst guacamole I've ever had in my it's life. It's close to where I live. They have pretty solid nachos though. The nachos, the nachos oh, are good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I eat there a lot because I go there before I go to the new Beverly while we're talking about QT. Okay. So it's not too far as we learn in the, you in the movie. You see it right yeah. down the street. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Musso and Frank's, I would imagine, is blowing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there. Have you ever been there? No. I did. Yeah. It's How was great. it? I mean, it's like you're all... It- it's what it seems like. It's like an old classic, like Hollywood, where like you want a martini, you want yeah. some like. I went. I go to Craig's in like WeHo, Beverly Hills, and that's sort of that too. Okay, oh. yeah. that's the most celebrity sightings I've seen in one place. Was going to Craig's. Really? Yeah. Who'd yeah, you see? I saw Sam Jackson. Um, oh, that's a good. Oh, one. you know him well enough to call him Sam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no, this is Sam Jackson. He's my barber. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's Samuel cool. L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Samuel L. Jackson. I saw. Um, Who's uh, the woman from The Help? Octavia uh, Spencer. Octavia Spencer. Um, Samuel L. Jackson got up from his table and sat at her table for a second to talk to her. And wow. also at the restaurant at that moment was John Turturro, too. Wow. Yeah, that's really great. Three, like, real. And they're not, like, attention-grabbing, like, attention, attention-hog right. celebrities. I mean, maybe Samuel L. Jackson is, but, <laughs> but he's they're not, it. like, paparazzi. They're not people who are trying to be seen. Right. Which, not I, which I thought was cool. So I highly recommend... Craig's for like <laughs> overpriced. <laughs> One of my favorite celebrities I was at the Arclight Hollywood and then I saw a Topher Grace like just sitting on a bench by himself and then like a bunch of teenage girls so walked I'm- up to him and then handed him a camera and asked him to take a picture of the three of them. Oh, that's <laughs> brilliant. Do you think they knew that that was Topher Grace? I think they had no idea. That's perfect. <laughs> Topher Grace, big movie guy. He does all those weird re-edits. Yeah, he edited uh, the three prequels into one two-and-a-half-hour movie or something <laughs> right. like that. It was like the big th- They call it the Topher Grace cut is what they right. refer to it as. Is that you- viewable? It's, I think, I think so. you have That's, to like find it, but that's yeah, on Vimeo, <laughs> you have I think. to find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's like they're promoting it. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you have to do it. <laughs> you like, a Vimeo account, you could probably do it. Okay, I think I have a Vimeo. account. I think he I also know. recut like The Hobbit. Oh, did he do those that? like nine-hour movies into oh. like one three-hour yeah. yeah. movie? He's just like, yeah, I can streamline this. He's got nothing but time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just sitting on collecting his seventy show me residuals. To, uh, <laughs> be an editor for the movie? Anyone? Mm, here's my I'm reel. <laughs> um, let's keep talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, yeah. I'm loved curious it. what you guys thought. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, yeah, I, we all loved it. I yeah. truly loved it. it. It's. I've said this to a lot of people. It. It's made for me in a way where it's Absolutely. like, like I love movies. I, lo- sure. I it's like about an actor who's not sure if he's still good, and like <laughs> the there world are younger is people coming up and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, maybe I'm not, you know. And it's like I just fucking it, it hit me so hard. Like the sequence when they're watching his FBI clip and they're oh, like, yeah. he's like, that guy's an asshole. This guy's actually pretty good in this scene. Like <laughs> that shit is so real. It's so funny to me <laughs> when he's when he's studying his lines and he's. Doing 
the Mexican accent for the other oh, characters. No. That, that shit is fucking hysterical. When he, oh. So much of that movie is really funny, and so much of it is like, I wish I was Cliff Booth porn. <laughs> like, I want to sure. be Brad Pitt in that movie. So, I mean, I want to be Brad Pitt in any movie. Sure, but sure. They Maybe ramp it up monkeys. in this movie. Like, the whole rooftop sequence. Oh, my God. When he <laughs> parkours like, onto the roof. That's amazing. <laughs> then, take off your shirt. Yeah. No reason. Just take it off. He start, And then he goes into a flashback, into another flashback. And then when he comes <laughs> out of it, he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I am an asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is like a fucked up dark guy. Well, yeah. that's, that's the defense I've been using to a lot of people who are like um glorifies white men's white men save the day and white men are, and, and i'm like these guys are throughout the entire movie being called losers by everyone that isn't them <laughs> like, right. their lives are sad like right <laughs> lives in a trailer yeah he lives in yeah. a trailer he's he is a a murderer potentially he murdered his wife that I was roaring during that. <laughs> of course. And her name was Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> like, that's uh, so fucking funny to me. That's wild. <laughs> but I feel like that was like, because there, there are those Hollywood stories of like someone allegedly, they heard a story about yeah. this guy who did this mm -hmm. thing, but no one really knows for sure what happened. And like, we kind of know just about as much as what everyone else in the movie knows. Right, right. And I love right. that, like, they're like, when they talk about Cliff, they're like, he, he creeps me out, man. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, he is creepy. <laughs> he's like yeah. a, uh, he's got PTSD. He's like a green beret or whatever. He may have murdered his wife. He gets <laughs> in a fist fight with Bruce Lee, <laughs> right? I fucking. Uh, I love also that it was just like two hours of just like a hangout. I love like a hangout where there's no plot really. You're just kind of right. like seeing everyone yeah. move about their day and what their daily lives are like, and it really makes you want to drive in LA. I can't believe a movie that glorifies <laughs> driving <laughs> on three different highways. My God. Like that's a true nightmare for like LA people, but. I could have watched two hours of Brad Pitt, his forearm in the window, and him just driving, right? And everyone drives so aggressively. Yeah, that's also a little <laughs> funny a wild gag. driver. Yeah. It is a funny gag that every time they drive, it's like insane. <laughs> I, uh, I also love the moment when she, uh, when Pussycat goes, fuck you, pig. And Brad Pitt goes, oh, ho, ho, like, this is trouble. Like, I just love it's such a real reaction. She's like, I guess I'm picking her up, but oh, boy. <laughs> what am I doing? I thought the violence at the end was like so... At first, I was like, oh, I wasn't laughing. I was like, this is so much. Oh, I was it's so. Oh, I started laughing. I started laughing I know, the second did. he threw the dog food. It was so fucking cool to me. <laughs> no, it's. I don't know. There was. It wasn't the same as like Inglorious Bastards, where it's like a bunch of Nazis who have already like perpetuated a Holocaust. Right, right. And it is like just as a man beating up. Yeah, but three I think teenagers essentially, right. except for and, Tex. And I didn't feel them, bad for Tex, at and two all. of them right. are women. Yeah, and they're very but tiny girls. Think, but like we knew, like in reality, who they were were people who were about to go murder people. So I, I know, think right. that wasn't like but he I just. I think like, that's what Quinton is playing on there. Is I know. Like, I think like, that's what he's using to get away with. Sympathize it. Yeah, yeah. them, sympathize with right. them, and then you're like, wait, it's kind of fucked up. But they are murderers, but they are young girls, right. and this dog is tearing. Like the sound of that happening in the background the whole time is so like while the rest of the action is going on, you just hear like. <laughs> like it's uh, Leo's reaction to when she comes stumbling out of the so oh, yeah. <laughs> This is quite a summer for uh, blowtorches. Oh yeah, big flamethrower season. What else yeah, was yeah. the other Hobbs and Shaw had oh, one? Yeah. <laughs> there was? Yeah. There was a big because I because I saw it yesterday and I was like, oh, another flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, wait, there was a flamethrower yesterday. Who had it? Uh, Not yesterday. Yeah. In the movie yesterday, he's like, you don't remember the Beatles? That's why there's no Beatles? <laughs> he 
torches the Beatles. Uh, I think Quentin uh, QT does uses the whole Buffalo in that movie too. Everything absolutely. that's set up is yes, used. Absolutely, the acid cigarette, the blah blah yeah. blah, like mm. every little thing the dog is food, used. Yeah, the yeah, dog food, yeah. Uh, the fucking uh, when he takes when he takes a hit of the acid cigarette and he's like the train has left the station. <laughs> it's like such a fucking cool don't shit. Don't you just want to live in that uh, that house? Oh my god! Don't I'd you want to live, I would live in his fucking trailer? <laughs> no, probably like hundred degrees in there. But yeah, 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 no thanks. I did want mac and cheese though. Oh, I did want raccoon flavored dog for the <laughs> good for food for dog. the bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had just rewatched before I rewatched on the same day Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards. Wow, Whoa. that's quite a day. Uh, it was great. I felt I do feel like I think Inglorious Bastards is my favorite of his. Inglorious Bastards it hits every and like there's parts of Pulp Fiction where I'm like, Ugh, I could probably do without that. Right. Like, I don't need Quentin Tarantino saying the N word in a movie himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like you, you see Quentino's evolution of in he's in one movie right. saying the N word, then he's like, I can't do that. Uh, keep Samuel making Jackson. movies where other people say N word, <laughs> yeah. and then he gets to uh, okay, uh, maybe no. Once find out what he's like, how about no N words? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or black people. Right. Well, that's <laughs> why. Like, that's the funny defense is like the reason there is no N word in this movie is because there's no black people because they don't exist. In this Hollywood. <laughs> I did, but uh, I'd love that whenever they showed Sharon Tate her actual movie, they used the real clips. Like it's yeah. such like a fun way to redefine her as something other than a victim, and like we right. got it because we I see her as an actual really actress sweet and, and lovely. It was so real. It was so like was she's so watching nice. it. She's like a little nervous. No one recognizes her. She watches it, and like when the people start laughing, you see her like open up. Yeah, and it also gives you because I. I truly did not see the ending coming, despite it being the yeah, glorious Bastards ending. Yeah, like, exactly. I was like, they're humanizing her in a way that I've never seen before. Right. Like, mm -hmm. We just, he played on the fact that we know what happens to her. It would yeah. have been too much, I think, because that's the real story is too much. Yeah. Like it's too, like the actual violence at the end of the movie isn't as bad as what actually happens. Right. That's the other thing. People are like, it's so violent. I'm like, these are people who wrote in like blood on the wall and shit. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. did things that were much worse. Um, I thought like my idea for the ending was that uh, my during the movie, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like the murder is happening and these two guys are like one's tripping balls and one's floating <laughs> in the pool and it's yeah. like we're silly and like we're uh, it's Hollywood is ending around us sure. and like, be like some kind of weird comment like we'd see in the background murder and they're just like dancing by the pool I or booked whatever. a part yeah you know? exactly <laughs> <laughs> but then when it fucking the way it went I was like holy when the reveal when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is yelling at them uh, in the driveway he's like hey oh, Dennis yeah. Hopper shut this smog machine off or whatever yeah. and he picks <laughs> up and he's got the blender in his <laughs> margaritas is in. <laughs> There's something about frozen margaritas that just strikes me as like a 70s California well, it, thing. It, it was like if you had the money to have a blender and right, had right. the <laughs> blender had, technology had advanced enough that right. you could do it. Yeah. You had the money to have the blender, but also like Mexican food is like was the new thing is like a cuisine. It's like, yeah. oh, he's worldly. He lives in Southern California and eats. It's like drinks. keto. The right. keto. Yeah. Keto? Right. keto. 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 Right <laughs> I'm listening to the Bruce Lee, uh, a Bruce Lee biography right now. So you saying keto sent me in a different direction. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of greens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, other things I loved about the movie, the Bruce Lee sequence is so fucking funny in this movie. Right? Yeah. yeah. And people were complaining that he's arrogant, but apparently he was arrogant in real life. Uh, his but, daughter has come out and says that's not true. Yeah. She's, she's been very vocally uh, anti that but movie. if anyone has a right to be arrogant, it's Bruce Lee. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, be that, arrogant. But I don't think he was as a person. Uh, he was. Which is her point. Oh, that's you say the thing. That? He, he really was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he truly, like, he was arrogant. I think they're more pissed that 
he's he not loses a, that he kind of he loses uh, around. Sort of but Ryan Stanger because he gets right back up. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Stanger, very, bring it up. It's a stalemate. Yeah, yeah. one guy wins, one guy. So me, Ben, and Ryan on the Action Boys are obsessed with the Bruce Lee. Uh, that the fight scene is to Bruce Lee because the fight scene is awesome. The yeah. whole thing is funny. Is like. Yeah, if anybody kills somebody with their bare hands, they go to jail. Right. It's, it's called so manslaughter. <laughs> and then he's in a tux and he's drinking milk and he takes his wig off and you realize <laughs> yeah. he's wearing a wig. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this flashback is confusing. Then they fight and they have a stalemate. And that's what right. Stanger keeps saying. Ryan Stanger keeps going like, but he didn't lose. He lost a round. Yeah. And so we're obsessed with it. We find this interview of Quentin Tarantino in Russia promoting the movie. <laughs> and someone asked him about that. And he says, uh, it's a, like... It, the defense I would give that Quentin doesn't give is it's a fucking movie. <laughs> Relax. Sure, like, right. But his argument is like, it would Cliff Booth beat Bruce Lee in a fight? Um, that's like asking, could Drac could Bruce Lee beat Dracula? They're fictional characters. <laughs> right. You can make the rules. And he goes, so he goes into this whole diatribe and it really is funny. He's like, okay, Kung Fu tournament in Madison Square Garden, Bruce Lee kicking Cliff Booth's ass. But Cliff Booth. I wrote him. He's a Green Beret. He ki he's killed people. If they're in the jungle in the Philippines, Cliff Booth is killing Bruce Lee. <laughs> and it was just like a really funny, like he was just like, it's a fucking movie. It's yeah. a character I created. We have to sell that this character is a total badass so we can right. kind of believe what better way. Like, that's what I think. Um, and I know it's not my dad's le uh, legacy, <laughs> right. but I'm like, you should be honored that your dad is being used as the tent pole to create to demonstrate that a character is a badass. Right. By being able to just stalemate with Bruce Lee, you understand that this guy's a total badass. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. He's a and badass. Then, sure. And the Bruce Lee impression is spot on. He's perfect. That's a very good Bruce Lee. <laughs> but then Zoe Bell comes out screeching for the hills. <laughs> she, I, I love love her stunt work. I love that Quentin <laughs> likes her, but she is I not love, a good love. actor. <laughs> That's I mean, she definitely was annoying. Right. right. It felt so <laughs> written that way. But it is written that like the guy's wife is annoying and, and even Kurt like, Russell sorry. doesn't want to deal with her. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the second annoying wife in this movie. Right, right. Of the two women. <laughs> of the two women. <laughs> the other the rest of the women are murderers. <laughs> or uh, actual Slutty victims in real life. Right, right. Um when they show Sharon Tate pregnant, like in the time jump, you're like, oh no. That would have been too much. You couldn't show that. It no, would have been no. too much. It'd been, it it would have been unnecessary. People would have been so depressed. And yeah. right now it's like a fun movie. Right. Also, the scene where he's looking for uh when he meets Bruce Dern. Love. And it's, it's so oh, yeah. foreboding. Yes. And it's like you're all of a sudden like to, for it to end the way it ended, you're like, I can't believe how nervous I was this I whole know. time. And it's just like a cheeky conversation with Bruce Dern. Mm -hmm. There's so many levels this because they also like they make they, the movie itself plays as, as a Western, but they're in a world where they're making fake Westerns. Right. But then there's scenes where like Cliff goes to the Spawn Ranch and it feels like an actual Western again yeah. in a place mm -hmm. where they that was a fake Western. Like there's so many meta levels. Well, of there's reality. that yeah, when like Leonardo DiCaprio's walking to set and he's like ready to be an actor. It's like a fucking Western because he's on a Western set yeah. right. in Western wardrobe. <laughs> but he's right. like there's Quentin is shooting it like like he's just yeah. like walking in and I haven't stopped thinking about that shot of Tex when he's out when they tell him to come back to the ranch where the camera follows the horse soak like the shot shooting this horse racing beautifully and then like it pulls way back and you see him going through the center of the ranch and it looks amazing it looks yeah. fucking awesome like nobody's it's like there's no CG like you just shoot real things and they look great yeah just 
<laughs> and what's the last time you saw a movie like, <laughs> where you didn't know what was, you had no idea what was going to happen? Next. I think that's why I like this movie so much. Because yeah. you're seeing something original. Like right. so many things are just products or reboots and you kind of know that you know, they're yeah, giving you something that you, oh, I remember that. Thing. Yeah, you know these superheroes aren't going to die. Right. This is the way to play on nostalgia rather than just rebooting spaghetti westerns. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, use them in the movie. Like uh, this is like right in Quentin's wheelhouse for me too of where he gets to do eight different movie parodies. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, like, right. like where you're like, yes, show me another, like your version. Show me Leonardo DiCaprio in the great escape. <laughs> that was fun. They did a great, that's like great CGI. They were, it looked exactly looked like than the sixties. Yeah. That looks amazing. Um, I could talk about once my time in Hollywood all day. Uh, nobody I, wants that. I want to, yeah, no, no one does. <laughs> Should we go down the list? Do you want to go down the list? Well, yeah, sure. I guess I'm the host of the podcast. You're the host. All right. So extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Ted Bundy, Netflix. It was a Ted Bundy movie. uh, Zac Efron didn't see it. I did see it. What did you think? It's fine. Okay. Okay. I didn't see it. Typical Netflix review of anything on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) It was medium fine. It was like watching a TV show by accident. I didn't pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I, I guess there were some things about Ted Bundy I didn't know. Like he actually escaped from like yeah like that's that mm-hmm. was like a fun moment. But it's Ted. This is like Ted Bundy is like as Ferris Bueller in this movie yeah. a little oh. bit. It's like, <laughs> you scamp. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh wait, he's a brutal monster. Do you think looking back, like Ferris Bueller has that aged well? You think, or if like you had to deal with the Ferris Bueller now, like, or is he annoying? I think the he's thing one of those age- things. Like in the movie, you're like, oh, this he how what a delightful scamp. But in real life, you'd be like, fuck. Yeah, you. if you're his parents. You're so smarmy. <laughs> or just like, a, you know, some, like someone who has to deal with him in any way. I watched way. that movie on Christmas Day in Paris two years ago in a movie theater. <laughs> what? Yeah. They were showing it in a movie options. theater in Paris? Yeah. Well, because we were in Paris and we'd like walk past and we had no Christmas plans and we were like, oh, it's playing. there's playing a movie on Christmas Day at this cool like Parisian cinema. So we just <laughs> went and saw fucking Ferris Bueller's. It was awesome. Something you notice when you're watching the movie in France? He says... Pardon my French twice in the movie oh. before cursing. <laughs> Pardon my French, Rooney Bertrand. Did the audience like lose their mind? They were like, "Yeah." <laughs> it was funny because like there's like subtitles, so the lag, like me and Tiff, are like ahead of the other people a little uh-huh. bit. So oh, it was kind of like a really interesting funny. thing, like for that too. Um, the reason that movie doesn't age well is because Jeffrey Jones is <laughs> an actual pedophile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, he's like the chasing a high school yeah, yeah. boy throughout the whole movie. Yeah. I'll make Yikes. him behave. Uh, the Intruder. Dennis Quaid. Uh, I feel like I didn't see that one. No, nope, I did not see that. I think it was he had owned a house. It was sold to other people, but he wanted well, his house it's back. It's a real microcosm. I saw the trailer. And I was like, oh, this is a great, like, political allegory like white people old white men not wanting to give up what's theirs like refusing mm-hmm. to let go and let other people have a share you know yeah. having, letting a black couple live in his house he couldn't fathom that and so he was unable to let go but I <laughs> that was my take but apparently the movie did not do that <laughs> uh, next up is long shot well they got the long oh. right yeah <laughs> I liked it I was surprised it didn't do better yeah I can I I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to watching it again to see if I really. Why right. was it two hours and five minutes? Yeah, unnecessary. Ninety. Every rom com should be 97 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I found this movie to be like, I and I love I love Seth Rogen, so that's definitely part of it. But this movie was that movie was charming. It was cute. It was cute. I fell I asleep during the middle during that second act. Okay. Is brutal. I laughed a lot. I thought June Diane Raphael's character was amazing, and she yeah, played us so well. Great. Like just like the. <laughs> Wild, intense bitch. It's so funny. Um, and real hard laughs for a rom com. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like full blown, like 
this it's like a com rom. Putting the comedy before the horse. Flipping it. Well, a rom com that's actually funny is not just like a romantic. Wild. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's like right for me because I love rom coms. And if you're gonna ramp it up and try to make it as fun, like aim for such comedy in some scenes. What's your favorite rom com? Um, would you call uh Rambo rom com? (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys seen First Blood? Uh, (laughs) Uh. about time is maybe my f- if you want to call that a rom com, but that's more of just a romantic drama. What's that one? That's is the that one. Old? With- is that with Rachel McAdams? Yes, and uh, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Donald Gleason uh, and Bill General Nye. Hux. Yeah, and Bill <laughs> Nye as his dad. It's like he has the ability to time travel, and he uses it to like fall in love. It's it's uh, it's a really good movie. Wow, that's okay. one of my favorites. Underrated. Uh, uh, I just watched The Proposal with our boy Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> sure, Sandra Bullock. Sure, and Sandra Bullock. Uh-huh. Still great. It's so fun. Uh, I would go with Sleepless in Seattle. That's from, a that's great my, one. That's a fucking that's great classic. Yeah. There's, I got to get back on my rom-com game here. <laughs> Clueless is great. <laughs> Clueless is an, is. Would you call that mm-hmm. a rom-com? Yeah. Yeah. She I falls love, in love Clueless. Clueless is amazing. I haven't rewatched Clueless since I like, just living rewatched in LA. it a month ago. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Oh, it I, really holds up. I love it's watching movies I haven't uh, that I saw when I was a kid that take place in L.A. And now that I live now in L.A., you know, I know it a little oh, bit more. I get it. Even just rewatching Heat, which is like so good. all over the place in L.A. and parts of L.A. you never go to. It's just right. so cool to see. Yeah, there's one I think it's called it's uh, some Vivica A. Fox movie. <laughs> Like love don't mean a thing or oh. something, but like the opening credits, like she arrives in LAX, drives through downtown, goes to Santa Monica. <laughs> like her route doesn't make any oh, that's sense. That's really funny. That's someone told me that once about uh, the Rocky movies. That like if the running montage was true for Philadelphia <laughs> locations, Rocky ran like forty one miles that day. Like, <laughs> it's like that is, that river that he's running in front of, and these things are ten miles apart. <laughs> well, that's montage. We yeah, play yeah, when exactly. we're with montage. The same day. <laughs> Dream logic. <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, ugly dolls. Didn't see. I didn't see him too. Well. Not that ugly from the trailers. Yeah, they seem cute. Yeah, they seem cute. cute. <laughs> not ugly. Uh, Detective Pikachu. I did see that. I, I did, did not. not. Uh, I thought it was Ryan. I liked Ryan Reynolds in it. Is he the voice? He's or the he... voice of Pikachu. And I was worried it's gonna be oh boy, it's gonna be Deadpool Snark. But it's not a lot of that. Okay. And I have never seen a Pokemon movie or anything played a game. Uh, it's really weird, but I, I didn't want it not to be weird. Oh yeah, I think I might watch it. It's, it's on VOD, which um, okay. We, okay, we're demand. Which Interesting. I say a lot Interesting. Now. Wow. <laughs> Computer, play Pikachu. <laughs> uh, it's fine. You'll be fine. I also nodded off during that one. Um, I don't even know what all is true is. Oh, that was like a sh- uh, Kenneth Branagh movie about like Shakespeare and like. Uh, it was set in the past. Did anyone see it? I did not. No, nope. nobody okay. did. Right. Keep going. This, you no know, I'm going to go item by item because it's funny to just be like, no, none of us saw it. The Hustle 2019. Oh, oh remake of Dirty Sound Rolls. Yeah, that was that the one. one with and, Rebel Wilson and, and uh, your Anne favorite Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. My favorite Hathaway. Oh, it's, it's Dirty Round Scoundrels, but with women. Women, yeah. And yeah. Oh, and I didn't even women. like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels when yeah. it came out. <laughs> I don't remember. Frank Oz, though, he's no slouch. Directed oh, yeah. it. He directed the, not this one. Well, no, he directed the original. Original. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, palms. We, we got our. We got our palms. Palms. I gotta get the palms. So did you see palms? I did not see palms. Uh, okay. Well, we'll you and I will go see palms. Oh my together. god. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this afternoon? Going to see palms. It's on VOD. Recording two podcasts and going to see palms. Tolkien. 
No. Didn't see that one either. Didn't you? see it. Had no desire. No, and I'm an pretty actual boring. Tolkien. Like, I'm a fan. But I'm a fan of Tolkien's books. I don't give a shit about his, like, life. Would you believe it? World War One, Pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turns out. Turns out. <laughs> it'll those have an effect on you. are bad. <laughs> yeah. um, John Wick, Chapter 3. Okay. Okay. Here, Here we, we go. go. We Finally. Yeah. Light up the base. In my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> I like this movie. I loved it. More too, than yeah. two. I think so. Yeah, I think definitely. One, like one was so good, two was one was great, two was so good, three is great again. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the first opening 30 minutes, like it's pure adrenaline momentum, and it's hard mm-hmm. to top that after the movie. But right. I thought Mark Discacus. 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 I thought he was very funny He's in this. He's very good in this. Who's the other one? He was He's the, the bald dude. Who was oh, like okay. a fan of John Wick. It was a fun oh, angle right. to play to play there. And I love the mytho- the mythology of, because usually these movies are like boring in between the action scenes. Yes, yes. But yeah. the mythology of the John Wick movie are so, is so bonk and wild that it's engaging. If you, you want to like know more world building in action, this movie is always doing one of the two things. Yeah. Right. Like there's like nah, I I will say if I had a criticism of the movie and Ben Rogers pointed this out to me and then when I re uh, resaw it, when I rewatched it, it, it stuck out extended gunfights are not as fun as extended hand-to-hand combat. Sure. The gunfights yeah. well, are redundant. Or, uh, yeah, or uh, not redundant, repetitive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's only that, so many times you can look over someone's shoulder and right. yeah. shoot at like, a wall. You realize now and this is, I'm quoting Ben here, but he's like, you realize why people have like dialogue in the middle of shooting scenes now, <laughs> because when you don't, it's just people walking around firing indiscriminately. <laughs> like people play non-stop. video games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, great dogs I, though. Great dogs. Uh, Halle Berry's a lot of fun. I was happy to see her. I love, we learn a little bit more about John Wick's history that he's like Belarusian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love when they're walking through the fight, like, and it's like the men are wrestling and the women are doing ballet, but everyone's killers. <laughs> Everyone in New York is seeming like half of the population of New York is a hitman. Right. I, and I like that about these movies that they just like let you extrapolate. Like, oh, also yeah. the fight against the fucking NBA guy in the oh, opening in the library? fight in Boban oh or whatever God. his name is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a fucking awesome fight to open the movie. Never want a book to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's like in uh he does that in Born Identity, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Hits him with a fucking textbook in the throat. Oof. A uh, lot of great kills in this movie. Uh, out of focus yeah. axe throws, my favorite. I'm still thinking about that. All the one that, that comes into focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, All those knives. It's just a, f- like, that's why you like a movie like that. Like, in John Wick, it, is it one or two? I forget which one. Maybe it's two. It's two. In John Wick 2, when he goes to talk to the woman who's in, like, the tub, he has to kill her or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's two, yeah. He sets up, like, he leaves his shotgun in one place, his machine gun oh, in one yeah, place, yeah, yeah. and then when they get to that, it's, like, the hall, it's lit by blue lighting, and you know he has multiple guns there, and there's tons of bad guys. It becomes, like, a video game logic, where it's, like, now I have this gun, I use it till I run out of <laughs> right, bullets, right, right. and right. I feel like the ultimate heightening of that is like, you're in a knife store. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. We're in a these museum. Go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's a lot of funny stuff in it. Like when he builds the hall gun to do one shot. And also beautifully shot and like actual, cause so much cinematography these days, you could tell it's just like white glowy, a huge mm-hmm. white glowy source right. that doesn't yeah. look anything like reality, but it's cheap and easy to light a big space like that but it never looks realistic at all but the john wick movies have like sourced lighting yeah that's like it's it's got like a little bit of that neo-noir feeling kind of thing where it's like uh a lot of blacks a lot of raining a lot of nighttime but then like interesting light sources get like right Mm -hmm. and then 
we are. I've never seen a. I don't think I've seen many movies where the main character cuts his own finger off. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get to that point, like walk in the desert, like all that shit is just like so wild. And now John Wick Four is him and Larry Fishburne working together, going after the high table. So fun. Do you think uh, Ian McShane's not actually bad? Right. No, I think he knew because no. he knows he's wearing like bulletproof suit. Right, and he knows there's only one way where he can keep his rep with the yeah. high table. And not kill John Wick. So he, yeah, he's a political creature. Yeah. Ian McShane, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> After watching John Wick three, I did watch all of Deadwood. So I'm now oh, okay. diehard Ian McShane. Are you gonna watch that one episode of Game of Thrones again, where he's like the oh yeah right <laughs> weird be... cult leader or yes. Re- yes. acting coach? Yeah. What is he what? like? He's in on Game the... of Thrones. There's an acting coach. He runs into like the hound who's building a ha- like yeah, building he's a like, house. He's got like a bunch oh, of people. That's right. and, like, yeah, yeah. They live in the field or. I forgot about they're like a caravan (laughs) i'm gonna rewatch that (laughs) um a dog's journey also called john wick (laughs) four i did not see see it i don't watch those dog porno movies yeah me neither there's like and there's constant now there seem to be like dog christian movies coming out all the time are racing in the rain yeah yeah. that's one that just came out Um, the sun is also a star Young adults. Young adults. Uh, I think it's like a... Yeah. It. We're old adults. We're too old. <laughs> too old. As soon as I saw that trailer, just started screaming, too old. <laughs> Thank you. Next. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Heard uh, of her. Aladdin. Sure. Did not see it. I saw it. I saw it. It was fine. I actually thought the framing device was clever. That was sort of new. Will Smith on a boat. Yeah. And He's it like was like telling the story. Yeah, but it's With like he was the genie. genie he but was now the because, genie. Because someone else... Because he, he was free, free, he lost his power. So uh, now, like, he is like the person telling the story, but he's oh, like immortal. Cool, cool. I hated Will Smith as the genie, though. He was. It was sort of silly. It was really him bad. As a genie. And like, it's like all these Disney remakes. It's worse than the original. Yeah, like, it's yeah, not, it's they're just, they're just not necessary. It's, it's what worse. it really comes down well, to. Disney. This is like they figured out a way to make more money than just opening the vault, right? Like the Disney's right, always right, right. been doing like, how can we like, right. now we sell Bambi again. Like, right. you know, it's only a matter of time till we have a quote unquote live and action. And also Bambi. the original screenwriters don't, aren't getting any money for yeah. these, which no. is real. And they're using direct <laughs> yeah, lines. Huge, and yeah, huge right. and yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like, who directs these movies? Like John Favreau directed uh, Lion like, King. Yeah. Lion King. Lion King. Jungle Book. Was Guy Ritchie. Right. So these guys get a movie they're getting paid ten million dollars to direct a movie where it's like, hey, animators, it matter. here's yeah. the source material. <laughs> Make it this movie. Yeah, and they're all saying, "Do you like this or this? Uh, that? Okay, yeah. great. Um, what book- do you want it to look like? Uh, Aladdin? <laughs> great. Book smart. We talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fine. It was fine. Yeah, I liked it. I think I saw it like a little late, so everyone was there. Was the it did have like so much hype about it, and I saw it and I thought it was good, but I feel like it's not a movie that anyone's talking about I think anymore? it had our cultivated Twitter feeds hype like the, right. the, okay, the, gotcha. the our, our peers mm-hmm. comedy people and yes these movies should be being made right exactly Absolutely. yeah, yeah. and that, I do like that this movie came out and it, it, it was be an event it was pretty funny you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? like, yeah. that's all uh, it was it was a no way bad it had more laughs than uh like these other movies that tout themselves as like actual it had more right, right. I, I found it to be funnier than game night <laughs> or tag like okay. you know those movies like sure, which, which sure. are i'm not complaining about those movies but they're fine like these big blockbuster comedies aren't funny either like right. book smart mm-hmm. is funnier than them yeah unfortunately just didn't do as well mm-hmm. um bright burn oh that's the oh, james that's gun where it's like the fucked up superman Evil superman a kid oh okay. did you see it? i didn't see it did you like it i didn't see it i didn't see oh, it, it. it didn't look that good it was like james gunn's brother right like he yeah. james gunn produced it or something 
uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. I saw it and I totally forgot that I saw it until <laughs> I saw those lists. Positive? Uh, Is that a positive <laughs> review? No, it was like really uh, insufferable. Oh, hard to watch. Real boring. A real slog. Tommy Mids is in it, though, right? Thomas Middleditch is he in is, it. He is. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. He is in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I will watch it when it's on VOD. Okay. So far, I'm not excited. I didn't like any of the Godzilla movies we've had lately. <laughs> no, I like the, the some of the action in the first one that came out a couple years ago. Like some of the action was the good. The Broderick one or the Brian no, Cranston no, one? No, the Brian Cranston one. Like some of the shots were fun. There wasn't enough Godzilla amount. But this one is just... This is a pointless and more organizations and just so many characters. He's <laughs> like, who cares? But none of this is, has any meaning whatsoever. How about Ma? I love wanted, Ma. I wanted oh, to okay. see it so bad. I didn't Ma's get a chance amazing. to see it. Ma's really good. It's I'm not a, as good as Get Out, but it's still very good. My friend uh, Scotty Landis wrote it, so I really wanted to see it too. I, 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 guess I want a, a million more Ma movies. It's the the fucking um, what are those? The Blooms are. They got they're shit figured it. out. They got yeah. they got a fun fun little. They're putting out shit like at like a Netflix rate that, and their <laughs> hit rate is like eighty five percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Ma's great. Yeah, Ma's awesome. Um, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, Rocket Man. So I really liked Rocket That's Man. Fun. I want to see shock. Rocket. We're really uh, flipping <laughs> the script here. <laughs> uh, it I, is fun. Yeah, I don't. Do I need a scene where he's actually hugging his literal inner child? No, Maybe not, but no. do I like that he turns into a rocket ship at, at one stage and launches into the space? Yes. Yeah, I thought they were really like, that movie was had a lot of fun with just being like a like a sort of theatrical Yeah, movie. making a music video, like going, uh, like yeah, that's, having yeah. fun with like using them creatively and not just doing like a dry, and it does have those boring biopic moments. Right, right. Yeah, but I thought they were, I thought they had fun, it was fun with most of it. I didn't mind that it was sort of like, not factually consistent or correct. Like he would sing songs. He's like, he didn't write that song at that point or, you know, stuff like that. Right. But, but yeah. I wish they had, I know, almost I had, had more so of much that. More, yeah. Like, it was so much crazier. fun. Yeah. Like just like, it was like, why couldn't Bohemian Rhapsody been this? Oh God. I know. God, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Upsetting. Um, Dark Phoenix. I did not see. I Ooh, saw it. Not good. It was better than Godzilla. I, I don't know about okay. that. Okay. I will like, say this. I don't remember. I did see Godzilla. I don't remember anything about it. Uh, <laughs> I remember Dark Phoenix, but everything I remember is like, oh, that was so stupid. The X-Men movies have been bad for a little while. This one was, they I thought this was, this is better than Apocalypse. Okay. Apocalypse sure. was the worst one. Apocalypse was, uh, I would say maybe The Last Stand yeah. or X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, okay, I feel yeah. like the Dark Phoenix is not the worst. It's like maybe the fourth worst. Yeah. X2 okay. X-Men <laughs> movie. <laughs> I would say Logan considered. is probably the best. Oh, all right. Movie. For you, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lo that's all part of it. It's all yes. part of the universe. I think Logan, we need, I don't hate to be the uh, fucking old man here, but we need more R rated action movies. I mean, yes, sure. I would agree. But a lot of times, like when they say they're more adult, they're more immature because they're just gory and like, right, swearing. Right. But I think like, but that, I like an adult theme, like a more mature theme. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That's, but I mean, even just making a movie about a guy who has blades in his hands, PG-13, is insane. Seems weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy right. to see like Wolverine. Oh, that is what happens if you put three unbreakable <laughs> blades in a guy's sure. chest. Like, <laughs> it's the first movie that featured All like his the guts. actual danger of these <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see Cyclops burn a fucking hole in someone. Someone's like, oh! Like, yeah. <laughs> you want to revel in the gore. Yeah. Well, like, or Where's the like, freezer burn? Keep it like slightly realistic. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I enjoyed Logan. Also, wasn't it wild in Logan when you just saw boobs in the limo scene? Like randomly, there's like a flash of the woman like oh, takes yeah, her tits out. Like, you're like, he's working. oh my God, right. 
the action movies, because I've been watching so many 80s and 90s action mm-hmm. movies, there's always like a chase scene through a strip club or something <laughs> yeah. where it's like, just show some yeah. fucking tits. Some tits. Yeah. Yeah. I go pick up my daughter at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Secret Life of Pets 2? No, 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 no. One. Nope. Uh, Saying a secret. Did late not see night. Late Night. No, did I not see, see it. it. I auditioned for it when Paul Feig was directing it, and I okay. thought I had to audition for Paul. Thought it was going to go. Did not happen I'm for sorry. me. Oh, shit. Dead Don't Die? Uh, I'm sure they don't. Uh, yeah, the Jim Jarmusch movie. Yeah, 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 I didn't that. see that one. Uh, uh, I keep getting that title confused with the uh, Nicholas Reffin movie uh, series that's on Amazon. It's like oh, I don't know. It's, what's it's that one's like too dead to die. die. Oh, yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> too dead to die. <laughs> uh, you would think Bill Murray's a zombie from his performance. Oh, <laughs> is he like what's he like not phoned it in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him try. Uh, <laughs> if Bill Murray tried, I'd like to sit Adam Sandler and Bill Murray down and be like, you know, you guys were great when you tried. Can we do that again? Yeah. Yeah. I like Adam Sandler's stand up. Doesn't it, matter. His stand up special was awesome. That was so funny and yeah. just silly and and him. Yeah, just and be it that. wasn't just like a shot in a vacation town with five of his friends and no <laughs> jokes. <laughs> uh, Men in Black International. Didn't see I it. I thought I forgot it while I was watching it. It's like, <laughs> it felt bad. Like, they had good talent. I, great I know leads. no one who's talking about it. No one's talking about yeah. it. I haven't heard anyone talk about it. <laughs> That's a real, I'm just sick of, I'm kind of sick of franchises. Oh, like, me too. Just do something. Yeah. I want to see something new. But maybe like shit like this, like Men in Black International not doing well is a little bit of a sign that's like, it's you not just, just the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like, I, I love Chris Hemsworth and I love Tessa Thompson, but fucking Will Smith is like a star. <laughs> you know, like, right, right, right. and Will Smith, when the fr- uh, Men in Black movies were made, was huge. I just don't think we yeah. have movie stars like that anymore. No. Tom Cruise is the only one. I think but he doesn't one of the do last that ones. stuff. Yeah. He's only does Mission Impossible movies now. <laughs> right. Um, Shaft, I did not see. I did, did not see, see it. Nope. It didn't look bad. I was like kind of excited I by I almost it. wish that one was PG-13 because it's like a multi-generational comedy like the movie itself was multi-generational it's like well why isn't this like something that the family can right go right it's got a kid a dad and a grandpa yeah. it's like let's get them all hanging out it felt weird that was like oh and they're like but they're like swearing a bunch <laughs> maybe i'm a prude now i don't know weirdly here's three movies in a row that all feature dolls child's play toy story 4 annabelle comes home <laughs> i saw them all did not <laughs> see child's play you didn't see ugly dolls i saw the doll line and ugly dolls they're beautiful in each and every way <laughs> Uh, Child's Play's fun. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. Annabelle's a real snooze. Yeah, and that was really boring. To- Toy Story 4 people Toy really Toy Story liked. 4 is great. I oh, loved yeah. it. I can't wait to see it. I think John was middling on I it. I was kind of fun. I'm not crazy about the Toy Story movies in Same. general. Like, uh, they're good. Like, they're, I mean, I think all the Pixar movies are good, even the ones I don't like. I'm not, I never think like, oh, that's a bad movie. Right. But, um... And I, the same with this one. Like, there's definitely some funny parts, but I part of me, I'm just like, I don't need to hang out with these characters anymore. And also, Toy Story, I think, has that thing that a lot of franchises have where it's just like, we have all of these characters, plus we've added more characters in the second movie, plus we added more characters in the third movie, yeah. and we have to introduce some new characters in this one. And yeah. you're just like, I don't care. Well, they have scaled so down the number of characters from Toy Story 2, because in Toy Story 3, there's even less than there were before. So obviously, they do add more, but I don't think the number of characters have I increased. Oh, it's not an endgame situation. I thought Toy Story 4 functions as a nice epilogue. Like, they weren't going for the heights of 3, the emotional intensity of 3. Yeah. So I felt this one does... It, wasn't reaching so hard. Is it the last Toy Story? Probably, maybe. Who knows? I mean, why, they're never going to say yes. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, they're always going to be like, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. They'll do a live action Toy Story. And then. Oh, right. <laughs> It'll be all live action. It's just animated. A different style of animation. Yeah. Um, yesterday. 
I haven't seen I that one either. It. I, I had no desire it. to I see no it. I had no desire to see it either. It sounded cool. It's like, who cares? We know. I'm always hearing about the Beatles. I never get a rest from the fucking Beatles. I love the Beatles, but can we it not talk about the Beatles? It does feel weird like two old white men wrote a movie about yeah. like the Beatles in right. 2019. <laughs> what about Dire Straits? Where's yeah. their movie? <laughs> Pet Shop Boys. Would it kill you? Yeah. Erasure. Now there's Erasure. Um, the name's right in the We right talked the Spider-Man Far From Home and Midsommar. Um, I did not see Crawl. Loved Crawl. I heard Crawl was Crawl's great. Didn't see it. You were, I think you recommended Crawl to me previously. <laughs> Crawl's yeah. a good time in the movies. Yeah. At the movies. I want to see Crawl. You get some good... Uh, it did I seem w- fun because it also seemed like, when was the last time I saw like an alligator? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> when was the last time you saw an alligator movie? <laughs> it's I the guess, guy, did you see... Lake Placid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you see Piranha 3D? No. Oh, you well, yes, see. I did. Piranha I did, 3D yeah. is great. Did Same it, like, director. James Cameron direct like... Piranha 2 or something? He did Piranha 2 The Awakening (laughs) where they sprout wings (laughs) where they fly. So James Cameron. Um, uh, Stuber. I didn't see Stuber. I I can't get the trailer so many times. I see the ads everywhere still. that, That movie suffered from too much marketing I feel like. Well, I guess it was one of the Fox ones right before when Disney bought them. So it was like a weird limbo. I think Mm. nobody knew what to do Uh, or who was signing Mm -hmm. the checks. I mean, I love Kumail and I love Batista, so I would be down to see it. Sure. But I just like... The trailer just made it seem like dumb. Yeah. Like just it, it did not feel exciting, and the marketing pushed by, and then it was too much, and then it, it did like the opposite effect, where I was like, "I'm tired." I've seen of it already. Stuber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, stand up friends. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm on a limb here. Art of self defense. I've heard good things, but I haven't seen it. Yet. I didn't see I've heard any. the same thing, but yeah. I have not seen no, it. No, nothing. Lion King. Didn't see it. Listen to the soundtrack uh-huh. on Spotify. <laughs> Their take on "Be Prepared" is a crime. There's no fun. Oh. They cut out they like were a minute from them. That was the rumor I heard, but I guess yeah. it was never true. Oh, but uh, it's it, the everything is worse than the original. Of course, of course it is. But honestly, yeah. I never loved the Lion King. I like once Simba grows up, I'm less interested. Yeah, okay. the Lion King is like a really good first half hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, once upon a time in Hollywood, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. We talked about the farewell. I haven't seen yet, but I, I haven't seen it. See Everyone it. hears great. Everyone loves it. Really, really wonderful. Yeah. That one I want to see. Is a big star. Talking about Bloom always dropping the hammer and kicking ass. A twenty four always. Yeah, kicks ass. I think there's a twenty four is a high hit rate for me. As, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. <laughs> Getting decent reviews, but I had never watched Dora, if you can believe it. Right. Uh, it's also one of those things where I'm like, that movie is definitely not for me. And, and it's that's okay. okay. <laughs> that's okay. Not everything needs to be for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's, no one's going to be mad that I didn't go see Dora. <laughs> like, um, Brian Banks, don't even know what that is. He's, oh, that's a sports movie. It's a sports movie where he was falsely, the. I read the, he's from the trailer, he's like falsely accused of a crime. Oh, and then yeah. he gets released and it's like, he never gets a, football career and it's a true story then I, I read about it and the, he's accused of sexual assault yeah I was like oh good finally a movie about sexual assault where the woman is a liar the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the protagonist is uh, a falsely accused yeah assault. that's oh, the great. narrative we need to tell the kitchen People are not liking people are pitching oh, really? about that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> they were pitching kitchen pretty hard, no, but people no, be no. bitching about kitchen these days. <laughs> you got me in stitching. <laughs> hey, and listeners, no snitching. <laughs> uh, the kitchen uh, sounded cool when I heard the premise but did you of see it. Widows. Yeah. Widows was great. Widows was amazing. Widows was really good. I liked Widows. That's a, a real lot. movie. Yeah. Widows mm-hmm. was awesome. Widows was one of those movies where I. Didn't know what was going to happen a lot of the times, which I Is that what you want? Absolutely. You're in a capable hands of like a real director. It doesn't look like a glorified TV show. Yes. Like things are actually cinematic. Yeah. God forbid. 
Um, speaking of cinematic, we got scary movies to tell, scary stories to tell in the dark, fun. and the Angry Birds movie too. Oh, I <laughs> didn't see Angry Birds too, but I saw scary stories, and it was fun. It's fun. Like the kids are kind of unlikable. One of the heroes, you his first action in the movie is literally fishing turds out of a toilet. <laughs> okay, for right? like a prank later on. But that's like, like save the cat. They say uh, save the turd. <laughs> save the turd. Save the cat. <laughs> save the cat. <laughs> Uh, but the scares are real. I was like, it's fun. It's PG 13 and there's not like, it's not gory, like bloody, but like the suspense is like this actual really tense moments. So I was like, I'm glad there's like something for kids that like they can actually for, uh, us. Yeah, for, yeah. for like a slumber for the youths. Um, and I think they're making a bunch of them, right? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. See how um, it does. See how, we'll see how it Angry does. Bird movie two. We did not see. Where'd you go? Bernadette. I don't think these movies on the, are, so that's these like aren't the out yet. So movies. how do we feel? Are we excited about this? I know uh, nothing about Bernadette. It's based it's, on a very popular book. Oh, uh, right. Um, I don't know. It was directed by Richard Linkletter, who's no slouch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I li- I've liked it. There's a lot of good parts to it, but there's something about the and trailer the lead, that feels very like... Someone... Is Kate it, Blanchett? Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Isn't yeah. she someone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haven't we heard I could not know if it was Winslet, Blanchett, or <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I couldn't remember which one of the three, but one I'm excited hell. by all of them. Holy sure. Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> um, blinded by the light. That's the uh, Bruce Springsteen one. Oh, oh it's right, one right, of the, the guy, guy, guy and no who, one knows anything. No about one knows exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the boss? That's a TV show. But. Wait, what? It's Bruce Springsteen? Uh, it's like this Pakistani kid is like in love with Bruce Springsteen or like like discovers Bruce Springsteen. And like, oh, cool. And everyone's like, what are you? That's not our music. Interesting. <laughs> decent reviews. Did, you guys, I'm see, did you guys see the movie Thunder Road? No. no but I but heard, heard good things about that too, right? It's like a cop. They play Thunder Road at like someone's funeral or something yeah, like that. I think, so. <laughs> I think it's based on a short film. Yeah, catch it VOD. Ooh, <laughs> VOD it is. Forty-seven meters down, uncaged. Great trailer. I don't know if you see the trailer for this. I have not. But like, there's like a bunch of like hot ladies who are like going scuba diving. They're apparently like archaeologists because they but and they get to one cavern which has like ruins and then one of them goes, "This is insane." <laughs> and I was like, "You're a scientist?" I think. Yeah. Like that's your reaction and a person. <laughs> I, I guess so. That's fair. Um Good Boys. I've seen that trailer a million times. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. That's another one. Yeah. And it looks fine. I guess I was sitting next to a guy I didn't know in the theater. The person next to me I didn't know when I saw the trailer for that. He goes, it just looks like a live action South Park. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess it does. It does You're a correct, little bit. Yeah. Out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> I'm curious if it'll be good. Like, I'm always wary Rogan. of any movie that the trailer they say from the guys that brought any that's like a yeah. big red flag for yeah, me because they're <laughs> like they need you to connect Seth Rogen to it so you <laughs> from the guys it. right and it's like they could just be e- there are EPA no women working yeah, on that yeah. Those, no one women worked on super bad all right Angel has fallen <laughs> okay <laughs> finally Mike Bannon is gets <laughs> Ethan hunted where they now think Mike Bannon is the te- is the killer well the first one it was Air Force One is down uh the first one is uh, Olympus has fallen. Olympus has fallen. Then oh, right. London has fallen. And London oh, right. and oh, the first one is the White House. The it's like Die Hard in the White House. Yes. yes. And then the second one is Die, Die Hard, Hard in London. London. <laughs> the second one features some. Ins- I I really love that movie. I talk about it way too much. It's got some wild ass shit. There's literally a sequence where the guy goes. He like 
kills a terrorist while he's like on the phone with his brother in front of the president. And the president's like, fine with it. And then a moment <laughs> later, the president is firing an MP5, like a submachine gun at terrorists. And Morgan played Freeman? Played by Aaron Eckhart. Oh. <laughs> Aaron Eckhart's that the makes it work. Morgan Freeman's the VP. So he's like uh, the acting president when Morgan all that Morgan Freeman's the VP to Aaron Eckhart? Yeah. Wow. Mediocrity yeah. rising to the top. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I had to, I would guess... Uh, it was still a victory for Morgan Freeman because the VP seems to shoot way less in, in one location. That'd be like if we have a, if Mayor Pete is president and Bernie Sanders is vice president. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what has happened? Hey, Pete, can we do this? Get out of here, dad. But I, I will see Angel Has Fallen, of course, and Nick Nolte as his dad is great casting. Are these oh, good yeah. movies? No. No. Oh, okay. They're fun, though, because Gerard Butler, in, in, Angel is in the middle when London has fallen. He does everything. Like he's got a team of secret, but like there's a sequence where he's like leaning from the back seat, driving the car <laughs> that someone's sitting in shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone's sitting in the, but he's still like he's in charge so of he's everything. He's got freak. everything figured out. Yeah. Like he's the he's such a badass. Yeah, I like to just see him like on a uh, like a Carmel, California getaway. Like how does he wind down? How does <laughs> he relax? Gerard Butler's life? Like what is he actually like in person? Are you drunk a lot? I would I'm assuming. Assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seems Scotch, like he has like the meat sweats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got sort of like a 15th century royalty about him. Where it's like, he's got right. the gout. He's eating soft cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> and then Overcomer. Don't know what it is. Title. I don't like the title. It's like a weird, I think, I think that's a Christian, Christian movie. Yikes. Yikes. I do not like. I wish they made other genres. Like, I want to see a Christian horror film. I want to see, like, where's your Christian? Consider blasphemous. (laughs) Why not? What's their version? Like, is liberals taking over? Well, what movie we don't have is The Hunt. Right, because it got got booted. This is a weird week for me because I watched all of Mindhunter and the movie Manhunter. And then the movie The Hunt was taken out. Of the- <laughs> you just need the man. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a weird day where I'm like, I get, I kept getting everything confused because I just. Isn't seen- that crazy though? People are more outraged at a movie that has mass shootings than actual mass. Like we'll do more. We'll take action over a movie that has mass shootings, but we won't do anything about actual right. mass shootings. Yeah, it, there's a real like psych psyops happening to us, the American people, on behalf of like. The elite, the people who are right. in power. Shouldn't they- every movie be about mass shootings? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, is that, this is the reality where, like, until, will that get people in the streets doing something about it? Here's something I said the other day. Um, we've had Vietnam movies. We've had, now we have movies that take place in Desert Storm. Now we've had, like, anti-terrorist movies. We've had 9-11 movies. Like, we harness the story of 9-11 to tell movies about terrorists attacking. Mm. Do you think there'll come a time when we'll have a movie about, like, that is, like, not a commentary movie, but like an action movie that is a school shooting. Like an action movie? Like a school shooter comes in and two kids. Like, like Mike Bannon? Yeah. Like, like preschool like, has fallen? You mean like yeah. Die Hard in a high school? Die Hard in a high school. Like, exactly. Like, how far away are we from that? Maybe that's what happens in Good Boys. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens in Good Boys. The ba- I, I hear that Martin Lawrence and Will Smith show up and they look at each other like, who are you guys? Like, We're the Good Boys. Like, who are you? Bad boys. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we should, though. You know what right? I mean? I feel like we're just something we don't want to talk I about, we don't, don't want to deal with. I don't see how they do that and not, and be it actually like a good depiction. They're not being like, yeah, like 
the glorif- like glorifying the right. like, yeah, I don't like know the how you do it with like shooter. a Tarantino yeah. take on Columbine where like the two uh, kids are brought that. down right. by like the Christian student. Yeah, I'm thinking like, uh, remember the movie uh, Toy Soldiers about like the sure, with yeah, Sean yeah. Astin and like they take over the prep right. school. I'm thinking of that, but like a some like I mean that is technically a school shooter movie, right? Well, that like, was before, right? But isn't like an evil terrorist squad yeah, takes it over? They're all like, kids of rich kids, yeah, uh, kids yeah. of rich people. Uh, I'm curious, like how long until like there's a school shooter and then like the movie's about three high school kids who like take down the school shooters. I guess because it's happening so much that we, we have removed from Vietnam war. We have removed, right. we, have, we have time away from, yeah. but I don't think we're ever going to have be at a point where there's like no mass shootings. Right. happening. But I also think the time removed shrinks because we started doing like nine 11 based like terrorist movies. Sure. Not like exactly nine 11, but like terrorist like, yeah, plots like, to destroy America or America getting hurt in a terrorist sure. attack. We, we were doing those, Sooner after 9-11 than we were making Vietnam movies after Vietnam. Like, the time, the window shrinks, it feels like. Well, uh, when was Apocalypse Now? That's a Vietnam movie, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. I guess that wasn't too far after Vietnam. What's your favorite 9-11 movie? I gotta go with United 93. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that's great. I haven't World seen that World Trade Center? No, thanks. <laughs> no, no, thank thanks. you. Yeah. Oliver Stone? Don't need Oliver Stone. Smash Tomato? No. Uh, <laughs> United 93, though. It's a great movie. Yeah, intense. I've only watched it once. <laughs> you don't. It's hard <laughs> to watch again. Um, <laughs> tough watch, turns out. <laughs> any movies that we know about coming down the pike that you guys are super excited about that we didn't discuss here? Um, Even something down the road, down the road? Yes. Yeah. Dolomite is something I mentioned oh, earlier. Cool. Seeing that trailer got me excited. People were all on Twitter, cats. Oh, <laughs> what yeah. is it going to be? Yeah. I will go see cats. How do you not see sure. cats? Yeah, How do you I not want to see cats? You got to be dead. Are you worried that they're going to like, uh, you know, Adjusted based on everyone's comments. Like I hope not. I hope not. But like they seem to be doing that with Sonic. That was, oh, I wish they right. didn't adjust it. I know. Just leave it be. Let it look stupid. Who cares? Don't let these motherfuckers think they can steer Hollywood. Right. Donald Trump's getting movies taken out of. Uh, I understand not wanting to promote the hunt like the week of four man shootings. Sure, like sure. that's fine. But like pulling the movie completely, uh, you know, well, that is the time to have those things, right? Because it's <laughs> happening, and like, why are you looking away? But I'm excited for Cats. Speaking of me too, <laughs> Cats, Cats, I will be excited to watch for sure. <laughs> I saw an interview with Idris Elba, and because the the uh, interviewer asked him like, "What is Cats about?" And they said he had, there's this theory going around mm-hmm. that each cat, because I guess there's nine cats, nine lives, or whatever, but each cat. No. Okay. Represents an aspect of like a single, like multiple aspects of personalities that one person has. Have you guys ever seen Cats, the stage version? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've walked past the Winter Garden Theater thousands of times in my life. I'm sure you did. (laughs) And I've never seen it. It's one of those things I don't want. I would see, I guess. I've never considered it, but I'm dying to see the movie. Uh, yeah, well, Cats the Musical is um, just a series not, of introductions. Yeah, it's a series of like, and now it's this cat, now it's this cat, now it's this cat. And then one of them is chosen to go to the heavy side layer, which is basically heaven. But it's like the whole point is they're all called Jellicle Cats. It's just a made up word. And so they all get together once a year for a Jellicle Ball and they decide who gets to go to the heavy side layer. And so it is just like, a, it's like a bunch of star turns. Ideally right. is what it should be is like, oh, and then this is the railway cat. This is the the the, the two, you know, whatever cats. Um, seeing it in the theater... What was exciting about it is that you you like were completely immersed. You're small. Yeah, so like you go You're in and like there's like you there, there's trash, it's like a, yeah, there's big trash <laughs> and there's like trash. a huge car and it's like it's like you're in a junkyard there's but the whole theater big trash is like that. in the lobby like there's like a a, a big like yeah. fucking uh soda cup so like you feel can small. and like a huge yeah and like a 
Um, so it's like, I so love it was very, surrounded by trash. it was very immersive and it felt very theatrical. And I think part of the reason why the, the musical itself was so successful was it had that, it did that thing that like theater can do really well that movies can't. Right. You right. know what I mean? And then also what was great Immerse about Immerse yourself in a world. You're not saying, in a way that like everything around you is where like, right, they right. Cut, like they would dance in the aisles. They would sometimes come up to you. They would like and they go f- to the cat flies over you at the end. Right. To the tire, then <laughs> there's a big tire in the center stage. So that just like goes up into like, into right, the, right, to right. the ceiling. Um, I don't think movies do that well. No. I do that. They don't do that as well as theater can do it. Right. Also, the reason why the show is so successful is that if you don't speak English, you could go see cats and be entertained in a way that like you wouldn't see like a drama. Right. You right. might be like, I don't understand what's going on. It's just two people sitting down yelling at each other. Um, the, and some of the songs are fun. It's definitely very catchy. I I mean, I think it's going to be a disaster. And but it's also like a, it. it's like a show where if like a, you lose one actor you're like, all right, well you're fucking monkey cat. Get back out. You know, like you just plot them in. It's like, everyone has like such their own little uh, moments that like, it's sort of like you can plug and play that. So I think that's why it lasts so long. It's not like they lost chemistry because there's so much of just one at a time shit. Right. But I don't, I don't understand what you just said. No, it's, it's not a lot of group numbers. <laughs> uh, no, there's tons of group numbers. No, there's tons of group numbers. But like, isn't it like each cat takes a turn introducing themselves? Like, yes. you can oh, just like plug in and like someone's like, I, I'm stepping down from the production. It's like, great. You're this cat. Someone else is this cat now. And it kind of can work. Oh, right. It's not yeah. like, oh, you need the name. Without yeah, a name, exactly. you don't need to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's no like, who like, cares? Oh, do you fit the unitard? Great. Oh shit. Rosie's not doing <laughs> Rizzo anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to get Brooke Shields. <laughs> okay. I, I saw, I saw Greece with and without Rosie on oh. Oh, really? Wow. That's right. I saw Grease twice and never saw Gets. <laughs> never saw any of wow. the big ones. <laughs> I've seen Beauty and the Beast, Good Vibrations. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a collectible. Um, the best Broadway show I've seen to date is August Osage County. Though, oh, personally. yeah. That was great. Yeah. I haven't oh. seen a lot of uh, dramas, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw Beetlejuice and I really enjoyed it. Oh, oh cool. I yeah. can't wait to see that. I saw a Civil War musical when I was like 15 years ago. Oh, my God. We got free that tickets. That was horrible. It was yeah, horrible. They did, they do the battle scenes, which is just they run in slow motion and have a strobe light go off. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that awesome. was terrible. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, Beauty and the Beast features a great musical number that uh, uses pewter mugs as percussion. And they like. <laughs> oh, kind fun. Of like, on, yeah. And it's really, it's really fun. Yeah. Like, that's a fun moment. But Beetlejuice is like actually like funny and the it's rare for a Broadway show. Right. Right. <laughs> it is Broadway funny, but Broadway sure. funny, but still better. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> actually funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like the humor is a little dark cause it is about death and yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, and it's, and Beetlejuice gets to be sort of meta mm-hmm. and it kind of works for like, he kind of roasts the theater going audience at like a portion of the, Oh, right. they, they love and, and they love oh, it. And they yeah. know these jokes are for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, but also at the same time, it's like you rich old white people. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I can't think of any other movies. It chapter two is coming up. It chapter oh, two, okay. very excited Did you about? care about those? I didn't care about it as much as I thought, Oh, this is a movie that actually had some cool, scary moments in it. Mm-hmm. So I will see it chapter two for that reason. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am too. It didn't mean that much to me seeing it. Like I thought it was like corny at times, but then there sure. was some fun, like the light projector gag. Was that's like amazing. yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great. Yeah. One of the, that's an all timer. Uh, what else? We add Astra. Brad Pitt goes to space. Oh, I will say okay. looking, for, looking for his Brad. distant father, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is run away to space. Okay. <laughs> You'll never find me, son. <laughs> I'm in your dad went to space, honey. I'll find him. It's like, oh God, I think your dad oh left. Call <laughs> Captain Marvel. She can help you find him. I'm stuck behind the freight. Are you looking forward to Rambo Last Blood? Okay. Yeah. I watched the trailer and I was a little 
I'm looking forward to it because I, I know I will go see it. Um, but Terminator, Last Blood, neither of those look that exciting. Like the oh, new you term- didn't care about the Terminator? No. And like, I mean, I'll go yeah. see it, but like, it just doesn't appeal to me that like much. Now you're supposed to feel when you see Linda Hamilton for the first time, you're supposed to be like, fuck yeah. But now it's like, yeah, that seems right. Right. And, and it's also, that's happened so much. Like it happened with Halloween. And right, yeah, exactly. Like, that's so why it doesn't feel that like, cool. Okay, it's not yeah. unique or fresh Also, anymore. it's like the sixth Terminator movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and like Arnold keeps coming back and we're supposed to keep being excited. It's like Arnold is like in. Yeah, of course he's coming back. He's right begging to come back. Yeah. <laughs> How'd they get him? Like, how do they keep him offset? The Last Blood trailer doesn't show enough uh like different things. It's like all at the one ranch. I'm like, where does this movie take place? Like what's happening? In this right. Movie? Yeah. What about uh, a Maleficent mistress of evil? Are you looking forward uh, to that? No, no. <laughs> I, I saw the trailer for that. It just looks like big little lies because I never uh, saw Maleficent. Uh, it's just uh, Michelle Pfeiffer plays like a good queen. He's like, I'm going to take your human daughter away from you. And Maleficent's like, no, you're not. She's my daughter. So it's just basically season two of Big Little Lies, but with fairies and green fire. Okay. So how are you not interested? Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe it's I'll the just same rewatch thing. BLL season two. Well, you could get Maleficent's by an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, I loved Big Little Lies season two. It was fun. It was wild. You could tell there were moments, oh, they just made this so they could have a gif. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> definitely <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also just like, oh, here's a show that was really good. Well, let's make a kind of like medium second season of it. It's like, all right. Want right. to add Meryl Streep? Okay, yeah, then it's, oh, a, like, then it's a win. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And uh, But Nicole Kidman is so good. She's amazing. I think oh, they're all really good, They're actually. all really good, but Nicole Kidman in season two, like, that was fucking She's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. What Although about- so much of the, well, I guess I'm just being a sickler, but, like, so much of the legal stuff, I was like, this is... So terrible. Like it's so this would bad. never happen. Yeah. And like, yeah. how can I just start talking, Your Honor? Yeah. yeah. How frequently, how frequently are the kids in there? It's like you would maybe yeah. leave the kids home. There's one other big comic book movie this year, Joker. Oh, oh I right. saw the uh 70 millimeter trailer before yeah. um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I will say, I will see that movie because I will see it. Joaquin Phoenix intrigues me. The only yeah. issue I, I have with the trailer that I worry about, like if he's like, I'm a weirdo freak from the beginning and it's just always a freak and like he doesn't get why the world doesn't embrace him. It's like, well, you're being a weirdo freak. Right, right. It feels like a movie made by and for incels. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not. Of, I hope it's not. <laughs> but like, isn't that the yeah. vibe it gives off? Like, yeah, the totally. world rejected me because I'm great. But no, you're not. You're like twitching and like giving your mother a sponge bath. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm hoping that it's not like maybe he has some humanity in the beginning. Yes. But visually, it looks great. Like these DC movies, they're shot on film and you can tell the difference. It looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited by it. Uh, You guys excited about (laughs) Frozen 2? Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, uh, of course. I don't know. I don't, feel like I don't think I it'll be that one. Yeah. But I feel we saw the documentary, so I feel like that's the better version of it. You know what's really weird is that Colin Hanks played Fred Rogers on Drunk History. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's really funny. And he's like, oh, Dad, you need any acting tips? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Queen and Slim looks like it's going to be good. Oh, that does look cool. Um, it sounded, the pitch, when someone told me what it was, it sounded cooler than when I saw the trailer, though. Okay. Because I I was told it's like the black Bonnie and Clyde, and I was like, right. oh, awesome. Okay. But yeah. then when you watch a trailer, it feels like it's not as a- action-y. Sure. But um, um, it still looks cool. But I was sold on black Bonnie and Clyde. That sounded yeah. awesome, yeah. Um, here's funny. Here's a movie that it's crazy that we haven't talked about. Uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh yeah, That's I will see up. that in the way I saw Endgame, where I'm kind of excited, but also pumped to put Star Wars to rest too. 
Maybe a little yeah. break. A little bit ready to graduate from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. I just want news. Like, I like that. I've been enjoying this new. I loved Last Jedi. I thought, yeah. I'm I one thought of those the, few. What was the new reboot? Like the, the first one? No, 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 no. The, Force uh, Awakens? Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. That to me was just, it was just the first movie all over. Right. Here. And I think that's right. like not a bad idea. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Top Gun oh, uh, right. Maverick. Yeah. And it looks like they did the force awakens thing and just made the same movie. Well, again, just the right? same movie, but like, it'll look better. Right. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily the worst idea. Right. <laughs> I'm excited to see how Maverick goes, but it's him and goose's son. That's like such a fun idea. Miles Teller plays yeah. goose's mm-hmm. son. Yeah. And there's also another like homoerotic beachy, but now there's a football. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's all I need. Like, cause that's what force awakens was is like, Oh yeah, it's star Wars, but now it's a what girl. had to do the job of like getting, introducing a bunch of new characters and making you like them, which it did. Right. But, like the story itself wasn't the, most compelling right but it right. got you like because kids love these new characters like they're all about yeah, like they ray love and yeah. like kylo ren mm-hmm. like which is totally understandable ray is an awesome character ray's yeah, a better great. character than luke is right it's so mm-hmm. funny when people who are like the fucking people who are like ray is blah She's blah, blah. mary sue yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you're like luke sucked the whole movie <laughs> and could do anything and could do anything he wanted you like, yeah. like up the death star without a targeting <laughs> computer yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one said anything and he's a fucking like Tiffany had never seen all the original Star Wars. Yeah. So before wow. The Force Awakens came out, I was like, all right, well, we're going to watch the three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we put, I put on New Hope and she's like, as soon as Luke's on screen, she's like, this is Luke Skywalker. Like, she's like, yeah, like, I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I know, he's like a legend. Everyone talks about him. He's such a fucking dork. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, he's got to start from he's got somewhere. somewhere to go. Right. He's got somewhere to go. Even when he's like absolute badass, it's funny that. Right. He, I got nothing He's against Luke. put on Luke. such a pedestal. I got nothing, uh, n- nothing bad to say about Luke, but you can't say that Ray is one thing and then Luke right. is like- <laughs> yeah, Right. Which is why I thought Last Jedi, like they show that he's flawed and not perfect. And right. not, like he made mistakes and I mm-hmm. like that he wasn't perfect. Like, right, Why did you have to like, once you get, once you hit your thirties, your life is fine and you never make any <laughs> other mistakes. Like what reality does that track? <laughs> That's not true. Like, <laughs> let me tell you people on the Mistakes internet, get made in I'm your thirties and beyond. 40, I stopped making mistakes. <laughs> I don't think I will. The thing that bothered me the most about The Force Awakens, which I, if it, if I could make one change about it that would make it a perfect movie for me, is that she's just not from a desert planet. Or just yeah. make it Tatooine. Why is it yeah, a yeah, different ex- desert exactly, planet? Exactly, exactly. Like it it's just, just not a desert planet. Like right. just it's just yeah, so it's you can literally make different. It anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you see Rogue One and there's like a tropical beach sequence, you're like, yes, this fucking rules. <laughs> right? I liked Rogue One. Rogue One's hell. Yeah. I thought Rogue One. Like I didn't. Couldn't really care about any of the characters, but I love the look and the world. Mm-hmm. And right, like, right. The action was great. Yeah, I don't know. But I didn't understand why anyone made the choices they made. Like, they were all, like, kept at a distance. Yeah, well, because the mm-hmm. characters come in for, like, 10 minutes, and <laughs> yeah. they're like, I and guess this is the hero of the movie. I love that they all no, die at the yeah, end. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that I they watch there. A, I would watch movies that spin off, like, the smaller, like, the... Um, the two Asian dudes, like Ken right. Watanabe. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah. Like watch, show me a movie. The Knights of the Wills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see shit about those people. Yeah. I want a Knights of the Old Republic movie. I want like, go like, there's so much to explore in Star Wars that we haven't even right. seen. Like, like do new stuff. Like I'm glad they're putting an arrest to Skywalker. Cause yeah, the rumor is Rise of Skywalker is there's a theory that Skywalker is just going to be the new force users essentially. Cause they aren't going to be Jedi's anymore with their like strict, a uh, regimen oh, like see. serious system of beliefs that you can't, but it's going to be Skywalkers. So and now people have embraced like emotion and like 
feeling and also still use the, and it's okay to use some of the dark side. It's going to be like more like gray and like not so black. Uh, interesting. Yeah. I kind of like that. Like they're going to understand the danger of the force and uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, cool. they're being too strict. Respect. Okay. It. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. Like that. Um, guys, I hope they don't undo. Last oh yeah, I'm stuff. sure they will. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sure like we'll be having this conversation mm-hmm. in ten years on <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> you know, all podcasts will be one. Three old queens. Gamers came out. <laughs> That's, That's what I was getting. <laughs> that last Brad Pitt movie finally put him over. <laughs> well, he went to outer space, and Gabrus went deep inside himself. <laughs> um, guys, thanks so much for coming on High and Mighty. Oh, I'm completely out of gas. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Who would have thought a three hour block of recording and do that to the person, including a fucking major spill. Um, well, where can people get your podcast? I'm assuming anywhere you can get anywhere podcasts. Anywhere you get podcasts. podcasts. Again, it's two yeah. old queens. It's two old queens. TWO old queens. Check it out. A lot of great guests. We talked about this earlier. And where are you guys at? Uh, that's at TWO old queens on, on Twitter social- and Instagram. Yeah. And also at Gmail if you, you want to tell us Gmail. anything. Has anyone ever emailed anything? Not yet. Be the first. <laughs> we still got it. Yeah, be the first. <laughs> Send these guys an email. Send us Somebody. an email. We'll Please. read it. <laughs> But uh, we all have it. It's all thanks to you. We wouldn't yes, have anything without you. Please, I wouldn't have anything without y'all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, John literally taught me to be a storyteller. Like that's, that's true. very true, and that's something Sorry. I do very often. <laughs> Sorry, audience. <laughs> um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. As always, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out Action Boys Pod on Patreon and. Uh, that's all. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>